Hello, everyone. Welcome to the TI Connect podcast. I'm Adrian. I'm Nick. Just a quick reminder, everybody, this content was originally in video format and has been adapted to a podcast, so some things are better seen than heard. Don't let it stop you. Go to ti.com slash connect, and you can see the full videos. Welcome to today's special episode of TI's Connect series. I'm your host today. My name is Matthias Lange. I'm the general manager of TI's Connectivity Business Unit. And with me, I have Jeff Shep. He is the director of product management, connectivity, and smart infrastructure at Landis & Gear. Hi, Jeff. Good morning, Matthias. How are you? Very good. Hey, we are here today to talk about some of the key trends in uh, smart infrastructure in the grid and uh, grid application space. Uh, we've had a lot of development in the past couple of years. Can you tell us a little bit about what are the latest trends that we see in this uh, industry? Sure, absolutely. So um, within metering and, and kind of within the utility industry, we're doing we're undergoing a transformation from you know what what was referred to as AMI 1.0 or kind of first generation rollouts of technology to AMI 2.0. Um, so this is really a second generation you know, rollout or technology refresh. And whereas in the first, you know, initially in AMI 1.0, it was all about billing data mostly, you know, getting that billing data from meters. Um, in AMI 2.0, we're seeing utilities wanting to, you know, take advantage of that AMI data for other kinds of business and operational applications. So uh, it, it's really much more multi-service oriented, you know, not just reading the metering anymore. So does this allow the, the utilities, your customers, to expand on their services by bringing additional services to the infrastructure that they are building out? Absolutely, it can. You know, so there, there's, there's two aspects to it. Um, there's, there's broadening services for, for the utility um, in terms of leveraging their network investments, you know, perhaps having third-party applications. Um, you know, perhaps a, a gas or water meter company can can piggyback their data on top of existing electric utility infrastructure. Um, but it's also very inwardly focused in terms of really understanding the operational health of the grid, you know, helping the utility to improve how they manage energy flows on the grid, have more real-time you know, visibility and control over, over assets on their network. So, so it's both allowing them to open up their existing investments you know, to other revenue streams um, but also improving their own internal operational efficiencies. Mm. And, and we understand that there's a, the kind of the capabilities of the protocols are really fundamental to help building out these kind of services. And one of the key protocols here is Wison. Can you tell us a little bit on how Wison actually can help to get to this AMI 2.0? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, Wison Alliance is, is kind of an industry association promoting interoperability um, for utilities, smart utilities, and various, various uh, other applications, but based on underlying RF mesh technology. And RF mesh technology is something that's been around for quite some time. You know, Landis and Gear and a number of different utilities, you know, have, have made use of that technology. Um, but everything has really been very proprietary until now. So unlike Wi-Fi or, or something like that, where you have very clear standards that enable you know, a broad ecosystem of, of devices um, that can interoperate with each other, 
you know, up to this point, AMI deployments have really been locked into a single vendor, um, you know, again, proprietary technology, et cetera. So what Ysun, you know, really enables is, is a much more open ecosystem, you know, having proven robust standards that utilities can depend on, having something that's future-proofed, um, you know, and there's a number of benefits that, that fall from that. So, so Ysun really is the enabling technology to kind of bring some standardization, you know, to, to what has been the Wild West in terms of wireless networking. So having a capable standard that provides all of the kind of uh, multi-service capabilities that provides the robustness that a self-healing mesh network provides in a envelope of a standard that basically helps them to protect their investment in terms of software, in terms of application, is really helping them to kind of expand on this space and grow the market. Yeah, that, that's, that's exactly right. You know, aside from, from bringing interoperability, you know, you mentioned standards, you know, things like security, for instance, you know, certainly yeah. a, a top of mind concern for, for any kind of, you know, network or, or IoT application today. Um, so bringing in kind of a strong multi-layered approach to security, you know, again, standards-based is something that, that can give confidence to utilities or, or smart cities. So in terms of, of security, what aspects of the security that Ysun uh, brings do you think are the most interesting ones? Ysun relies on strong IEEE standards like 802.11x to ensure that you know, rogue devices can't join the network. You have to go through network authentication. Um, and then you have you know, AES 128-bit encryption uh, at the MAC layer. So, so you ensure that you know, rogue agents can't join the network and that your pipe, your, your actual communication channel is, is encrypted and secure, you know, from end to end. Yeah, and, and that's obviously very, uh, very, very important that you have control over what devices are on the network and uh, the end to end security. Um, what are some, like, with some of these capabilities that it's bringing, the multi-service uh, capabilities, what are some of the applications that you think we will see in the future that you're most excited about? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, you know, you know, from a utility-centric standpoint, you know, there, there's, there's a lot of room for growth. We have, you know, distribution automation applications that are well-suited, and, and you, you have this today, but I would say distributed energy resources, right? So the increase in renewables and alternative energy sources being connected to the grid um, creates a big challenge in terms of two-way energy flows on the grid. You know, how do you uh, monitor and control the grid um, in, in the face of, these, of, of this changing uh, reality? Um, so I think a lot, of, a lot of applications around that. I think moving into smart cities, you're seeing applications for smart uh, street lighting, um, different kinds of environmental sensors, um, I think we've just begun to scratch the surface on this idea of smart infrastructure, um, like a streetlight where you can, you know, it, it, it's in a good location. Uh, you can put different kinds of sensors, pollution, air quality, sound monitoring, um, and, and kind of tap into that, that network infrastructure that you already have. So Yeah, I, I think you're exactly right. I think we're just in the beginning. Of, of seeing the real benefits of what this kind of smart technology can provide. We have the building blocks to build out infrastructure, as you said. 
we've done the first version of building the infrastructure. Now we are at the second wave that's going to bring that extra level of security, that's going to bring that extra level of features to the protocol that actually starts to make them really smart instead of just being an, a, 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 an advanced billing system. So I'm also very, very excited about what uh, we're going to see down the road here. Mm -hmm. Last thing I would like to ask you is, uh, so, so Lattice and Gear and Texas Instruments have been working for many years together. What do you think are some of the key things a company like TI can bring to this space here? Yeah, so, so you know, Landis and Gear has a very long history working with TI. And I think, you know, one of the best things that TI can bring to the table is just their, um, their experience in, in semiconductors, but really in supporting, you know, a number of different wireless protocols. Um, you know, from the standpoint of developing new hardware, new applications, having that strong support base that you can tap into, you know, applications engineering support, uh, a robust and broad portfolio. Um, you know, that, that those are really the building blocks that enable all of the different, you know, applications and use cases we've been talking about. Mm. Okay, very good. Thank you very much, Jeff. It's really been a pleasure to talk to you here today about With the future well, of of the, uh, the um, uh, smart grid and infrastructure industry. If you want to know more about our Wisan solutions and our abilities to provide worldwide uh, support for all of the protocols and, and frequencies, go to ti.com slash Thank you very much for watching. <laughs>